They did Nobody believed us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed for us. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Then this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot. Rapping nines in a city. Take one, take two, take that life ditty. Nitty gritty, this that nines talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that nines talk. We outline players up and choke. Nitty gritty, this that nines talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that nines talk. Not as talk, nitty gritty, this that not as talk. Hey, baby, we back, baby. What's going on, everybody? How you good? How you doing, Donnie? Andy, Peachy, what's going on? Hey, how's everybody doing today? We're good. Awesome. Good to see Andy <laughs> back. Donnie with the thumbs up. That shirt is fresh, fam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to promote it today, though, because they ain't paying us yet. But, you know, if you want to, you know, get at me in there. <laughs> Get at me, uh, DMs, you know. Dang, yo, it's yeah. just straight like that, right? That's we just gonna get down straight like All that. All right. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get this show started. Look, we got a nice show for you guys. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff going on out there. If you haven't heard right now, the quarterback situation, the Jets, the Panthers, it, it's just a lot of stuff going down in the NFL. Some more dominoes may be falling for the 49ers. So we'll get to that. But before we do, let's go ahead and kick off the formalities. Like and follow us on Facebook. That's Nitty Gritty Niners spelled all the way out. You can also follow us on Twitter at Nitty Gritty, the number nine ERS. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Nitty Gritty Niners. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Nitty Gritty Niners. While you're there, make sure you smash that like button. Hit the thumbs up, man. Go ahead and do us a favor. To everybody listening to us on their favorite podcast, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, you know that's my favorite. Go to your one-stop shop, anchor.fm, and make sure if you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, select five stars, and we'll keep it nitty-gritty for you. And to all those that want to send out some nitty-gritty stuff to the nitty gritties Niners, go ahead and email us, nitty-gritty-niners at gmail.com. All right, before we get the show started... I just want to know how your days are going. All right. Annie is still daytime over there. Donnie is still daytime over there. So technically, y'all should go first. How's the day going on the West Coast? What side? I hope I don't get shot. But go ahead. The day's been pretty good here. I mean, for me, I'm kind of like, I was just on the East Coast a couple days ago. And it was like, I was in Boston. It was like 30 degrees. Bean town, baby. Let's go. And now I'm back here and it's like almost 80 today. So I'm kind of just like, I don't know what's going on, but you about nice. to be sick. That's what that is. You about to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you about to catch a cold. I'm going to tell you straight up. <laughs> Donnie, West Coast living, man. What's going on out there? Man, I heard L.A. had an earthquake this morning at 4.45 a.m. Yeah. I know you. Isn't that I crazy? Feel it, but we did. So you're in L.A., Annie? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you didn't feel it? No, I which I usually don't sleep through earthquakes, but I was happy that I did because I I hate earthquakes. So no, they they said it was a four point on the yeah. Richter scale, right? And so uh-huh. they said, what, what's the name of the 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 Chargers Stadium? Apparently, it didn't affect the stadium, but it messed up like parking lot B. But the stadium is good, oh. like so. Yeah, wow. So I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're okay, Donnie. What's going on Whoa. out there, man? 
that stadium's holding strong because they've only ever gotten about three fans in there. So it's good. But now, you know, in Cali, we don't really feel in Cali. A Cali in Cali, a 4.0 earthquake is like the equivalent of a porn star getting a four incher. It's just like we don't feel that. It's it's so that was kind okay. of okay. Um, explicit <laughs> nitty gritty nugget show. All right. So, wait a minute. I thought 4.0 was, was bad. No, nah, it's not. bad? Not. No, nah. so, no, so it's, what's, what's, the, what's the number you got to be aware be aware of? When you're up in like the sixes, then okay. stuff's crumbling and then, you know. Okay. See, 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 PG and I, we don't get earthquakes on this side of the country. You know what I'm saying? We get typhoons, hurricanes, tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? We don't get the earthquakes. Matter of fact, I remember being on the 106 and Park set in New York at the CBS building. And there was an earthquake and you felt it, right? And so they shut the whole, I don't know how they shut New York down. New York was shut down like before COVID. Like it was shut. Like everybody was locked in, locked out. It was crazy. It was that scary because we don't experience them on the East Coast. So they didn't know what to do or what to expect. But I'm glad everybody on the West Coast is right. Peachy, how's it going out here, man? How's it going down South? That's our Southern babe right there, yo. She's down South. Oh, Lord. Let me tell you, today was crazy. Yeah. Ran in the door, had to get ready for this show. Everything fell. It's just been that kind of a day. <laughs> it's been another manic Monday is what it's been. That's Which because put it on there. you put the juju out there that is just another manic Monday. <laughs> I know, I see <laughs> and your day has been manic ever Woo. since. Now, for me, like, it was just a weird day. It was like one of those days where, you know, grades closed last Thursday, which was before Good Friday. I specifically told my students to turn, you have till Friday, their day off to turn in work. And then none of them did that. So that means they had till Friday, they had Saturday and Sunday. And so today on Monday, when I went to go check, I was just like, like, what else I got to do? So I had to spend my Monday because I don't like, I don't want students to fail, especially if they don't have to, because my students are capable of doing the work. They're just lazy. So I, I had to kind of give them a little push and uh, hopefully they got it in. But if it ain't turning today, it's, they, it's on them, right? I've given right. them 20,585 mm-hmm. billion chances, but I have been out of the football news. So I did not know what was going on until about 5.30. I got a text from Donnie and a text from Peachy today. And they were like, yo, did you hear did Sam Darnold? I'm like, oh yeah, what about him? <laughs> right? And, and so he got traded. Um, Annie, do you have the details on this trade? I mean, like, do you know anything about it? Or do you not care? I mean, we, we technically uh, shouldn't. To be honest, I got home like probably like 30 minutes ago and I walk in the door and my dad's like, Sam Darnold. I'm like, huh? <laughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> same thing as you. So, I don't really have the details yet, right. but I got them. So if I'm not, all right, you got them, Donnie. Go ahead and read the details for us. Yeah. So, they traded a six rounder for this draft and a fourth rounder for the next draft for Sam Darnold. So he's going to Carolina because they want to show that they want to win a Super Bowl like within 30 or 40 years. So there's Sam Darnold. Well, he got, they also, you forgot one because this is the only thing I remember. They got a second round pick next year. And so they got, they got right. this year's six, next year's second, and I 2023 fourth. I believe. Right. Okay. Yeah, second, fourth. Yeah. Right. So they got it. Wow. God dang. For Sam Darnold. I'm scratching <laughs> my head. 
That's All right. I- so, so what does this mean? Uh, and before we get the show started, Symmetry, happy birthday to your oldest son. We're not sure his name, but we would love to say his name on the air. Hey, hey listen, my son is three. And he's too cool for me now. All right. And so, like, I look, he's only three. He told me, Dad, chill. I'm like, you th- where'd you learn that word? And I don't even use that word. So I get it, man. Kids get older and they just want to do them. They want to go dolo. But happy birthday to your son, Sim. Uh, we love him just as much as we love you. Hey, All right. Bruce, Yo. Let's take 30 seconds real quick because we gotta we gotta announce the the 24 years from now, first round draft pick to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we just found out I'm having a boy two days ago. Was it two days ago, Breezy? It was two days ago. Yo, when he hit me with the text message, I was like, nephew. I started crip walking all over the place, baby. I'm like, yeah. Look, man, Donnie, congratulations to you and your beautiful wife. They are having a baby boy, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you send all the money to me and all the gifts to him. I got to take care of the baby. So make sure I get the money and he get the gifts. All right? That's how we going to do this. My wife needs to see your votes to let me name our kid Jerry Rice Fortino. I mean, we got to. Are you? Don't let wait, me. crazy. So do, do we need to do a nitty gritty poll? Do, is that what you want? You want you want a poll? Let's do it. We got, we got about five more months, so. If your wife... If she allows you to name your child Jerry Rice Fortino, she's the GOAT. Like, she oh, will be absolutely. the GOAT. She will be the GOAT. <laughs> I, I think I tried that with Ricky, and we came up with Rome. I was like, hey, <laughs> it, it worked. But he got to meet Jerry Rice, you know what I'm saying? He could, Jerry Rice held him and whatever. So that was a cool thing. But Donnie, congratulations, brother. They are so happy for you, yes. dark old man. Wow. Appreciate it, everybody. Yeah, I'm not having any more kids, so I'll, I'll have y'all kids. I'll, I, I don't mind that. All right. And so, look, Sam Darnold is a Panther. So I want to talk a little bit about what in the hell that means. That means that the quarterbacks in this draft, some of them aren't coveted over, right? And so the question is, why, if, if the Panthers could have drafted a guy, why'd they go with Sam Darnold and trade and give up whatever when they were drafting mm-hmm. at eight? Annie, Peachy, talk to me because I'm I'm discombobulated right now. No, yeah, it stunned me too because every single mock draft that I've mm-hmm. seen, I mean, you don't know how like dependable they are, but it always said Justin Fields to the Panthers. And it seemed like if they didn't get Justin Fields, maybe they just, maybe for them it was Justin Fields or bust and mm-hmm. the Niners trade up and that's, you know, they don't like what's left. So they figured they'd go with Sam Darnold who's already – been in this league for a little while so all right peachy i like what she said they don't like what's left peachy add to that please the only thing that i have to say to add to that is like i've been screaming on twitter and yelling everywhere but besides trevor lawrence to me zach wilson and fields to me are are neck and neck and if you do not get wilson or fields then I mean, as far as, you know, a quarterback that, that's ready now, because the Jets are going to draft Wilson. He's going to start. They pretty much have already put that out there. You know, not not the quarterback, but whatever quarterback they choose is going to play week one. And Fields, I believe Fields can play week one. Lance, on the other hand, I really, like, if we, if we didn't have to put Lance out there week one, I'd be good. But anyway, I digress. 
my whole thing is what I'm trying to say as far as it goes is that I'm, I'm pretty sure that the Panthers was trying to find a way to move up so they could get fields. When they found out that they were not going to be able to do that, then I think that's why this this happened. All right. All right. And, and Donnie, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I disagree a little bit on the Zach Wilson thing. I think anybody who picks him up, you got to bust. I mean, this dude had no competition in college. He had a stellar team, stellar offensive line. He had some good receivers there. Um, I think Justin Fields is the man. I'm scared that New York's going to draft him. Um, but then again, you know, you look at a guy like Trey Lance and he might actually fit a Kyle Shanahan offense. This is a guy that calls his own protections. And Kyle Shanahan has a very uh, complex offense. So it's hard to tell. It's very hard to tell what's going to happen. Um, I was almost sure we were going to get field. We get breezy. Um, I was almost sure we were going to get fields, but who knows now? I don't want, I can tell you right now. Wait a minute. I've been trying to hold it in. You talk too damn much. Did you just Whoa. say that Trey Lance calls his own? What in the hell type of homework have you been? Ladies and gentlemen, Donnie has been doing homework and he has not been talking to me. He has been doing his homework. Listen, I've been watching film on Trey Lance, not because I'm a Trey Lance guy. That's my guy. Y'all didn't know by now. But listen, Donnie just brought up something that was super important. Now, here's the part that, that bothers me, right? And so, there's, there's, five, there's five quarterbacks. One, we can just, one is a Jaguar, right? And so, now you got to go, Zach Wilson. You said Zach Wilson was a, was, a, was a boom or bust. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. You got Zach Wilson. Justin Fields is probably going to give 18. Not built like the 49ers the best chance. And so that's why I'm with Donnie. I think Salah's picking Justin Fields at number two. Sorry, guys. And so that puts Kyle Shanahan and Lynch in the hot seat because it's like, dude, we got Jimmy. Let's go Trey. Or do we draft Zach Wilson, who just throws really pretty balls? Pause. Like he, his 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 throws are amazing. And so, but he he'll be coming into a San Francisco team with a stacked offense, weapons, offensive line, running game. My only gripe with that kid is him lining up under the center. Like that. That's my only thing. That's my only gripe because he's not the best quarterback under center. And we know Kyle Shanahan wants to line up, run play action, do those type of things. Now, he can move. He can be mobile. Listen, we got a lot of show to get to. Annie, I know you're just getting in. So I tell you what, we got some things we'll talk about as far as news. But let's just talk about some of these things. And, and Annie, I'll, I'll bring them up and you can kind of give your two cents on them. George Kittle's uh, $11.45 million base salary. That's his base has been guaranteed for the 2022 season. Fully guaranteed. Uh, any of your thoughts on that? George got paid. It was his payday. He woke up. He said it to Schefter himself. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we saw it coming. It's in the contract, obviously. But, yeah, good for George. I mean, I, let's just hope he can uh, stay healthy and uh, earn that money. Fully guaranteed. Mm -hmm. The key word in that contract is fully f-u-ly right and so fully right so donnie right and he said that i hope he can stay healthy now george kittle has injury problems like how do you feel about this contract that's a lot of money for a guy that might not play 17 games 17 y'all 
18 weeks, 17 games. Just know that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, it's hard, though. I mean, again, this is from a Kyle Shanahan offense, which is very complex, um, inconsistent in a lot of times. It's hard. It's hard for anybody to stay healthy on that. I think this last season proves that. But again, it's George Kittle. You know, this guy, by the way, I just want to add that this money is doing wonders for his Twitter account, by the way. He's got that little bit of I'm rich cockiness and he's just winning Twitter. So don't be surprised if he gets a contract from Twitter anytime soon. But I'm well, hold up. He, he not bolstering about it, though. Like it's one of those um, I'm rich. You know what I'm saying? And then just chill out. Like it's chilled rich, though. It's not like, yo, I got flashy money. He, he just different. Mm -hmm. Different culture, I guess. Uh, Peachy, eleven million guaranteed. Let me ask you this, Peachy: Will George Kittle play over or under? Peachy, will George Kittle play thirteen games for the 49ers in twenty twenty one? Oh, <laughs> that's a high freaking number. I'm sorry, but I just want to know what you think. That is that man. That's a uh... Since you said 13 games, I'm actually going to stay under. I am. I am. Mm. I am going to stay under. It just, I just, I just have a feeling that it's, it's going to be under. All right. But, but I hope uh, I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. That's I hope fair. that he thought that more than that yet. Episode 29, uh, we're going to come back to this at the end of the 2021 season. Hopefully, Peachy is wrong. And I, I want to be wrong. <laughs> I only asked Peachy the over or under two. I, like, we're going to leave it at that. All right. And so we got George Kittle getting paid. Some more good news, though. Um, Jason Verrett came out and spoke, right? And he says that um, uh, it, it, it always feels good to be wanted. But my heart was always with San Fran. I think it was meant for me to be. It was meant to be for me to come. Why do you have to say it like that? Can you speak better English? I think it was meant to be for me. To, that's the worst English I've ever heard in my life. All right. And so he's back. He wanted to be back because he felt like it was meant for him to be here, even though he had offers on the table. Let's give this one to uh, let's give this one to Annie. Yeah, this one was intriguing for me because I don't remember in Verrett's free agency hearing a lot about the other deals that he was receiving. So, I mean, I'm just curious how much he was wanted by other teams, what those other deals were, because I just want to know how much he gave up to stay here, especially because he chose, because we heard that thing about like they, uh, San Francisco was going to offer him the longer contract, but he wanted to bet on himself. Mm -hmm. So I... I don't know. It was just interesting for me to hear. He, it's it's nice to know that he really appreciates how long we stuck in there for him and helped right. him out. I definitely agree. Peachy, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I agree with what Annie said. I would be curious to kind of know what kind of offers that he got as well and what made him decide to do that. But I'm very, very glad that he did. I'm very, very glad that he did. I'm really glad to have Brett back. All right, Donnie, I'm going to switch this up. I'm going to stay on Jason Verrett, but guess what Jason Verrett said? He kind of put out this little inkling of D Ford will be back in 2021. I just want to know what your thoughts are on D Ford being co-signed by Jason Verrett. Uh, I think, to be honest, if we're, we're looking at our entire 
cap situation and the fact that we already have this guy um yeah why not you know um he hasn't really shown that he can stay healthy but when he is healthy yeah i mean that's all i can say is yeah like of course we want d ford but um as far as what i think about it i don't see really any other way what are we gonna do we're gonna go and find somebody in the draft um I mean, clearly we're take, we're putting our first rounder on a quarterback, um, free agency. No, I think we give this guy another chance, another year, and uh, see if we can go to the Super Bowl with him. Which we are, by the way, we are favored in the NFC mm-hmm. to go to the Super Bowl right now. So yeah. hell yeah, we've been, we've been favored since 2019. Like even in 2020, yeah. he was favored. It's just the injuries came in. I, look, the, uh-huh. let me let me just remind you, you and you and everybody else out there, something. The league is scared of the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just gonna put that out there, and that's why you see a bunch of stuff happening. Look what the NFC West is doing. They done changed the whole quarterback situation. You had freaking the dude from from Arizona drafting the Kyler Murray just so that the 49ers can struggle trying to stop because they see how he struggles with Russell Wilson. 49ers got faster. In the pre and on in this offseason on defense, they signed my man from the Los Angeles Rams, who's going to come in and be able to spell D Ford, whether he's in or out. And so, look, my thing is teams fear the 49ers, and you better fear the 49ers because when they're healthy, damn. That's all I'm going to say. All hell will break loose on the football field. So you should be feared. Now, here's my thing on on D Ford. I believe in D Ford. I've always believed in D Ford, and I will never stop believing in D Ford. Try it, guys. It's called faith, and I have it. And so faith is something that he's I have in him because he's putting in the work. So we might not hear from D Ford. We might not see from D Ford. But the last time we did hear from D or saw from D Ford, he was working out, right? And speaking of working out, we're going to get into some of our players doing off-season workouts. So D Ford is looking to get back on the field. Not only that, he also restructured. So so why are we like this guy has done the 49ers a favor? And so the 49ers were able to do some things with other players in the offseason. Sign your Jason Verrett's. Sign your Jaquiski Tarts. Sign all these players to these one-year deals due to a restructure of a guy with a contract. Now, there's some other legal jargon as far as language in those contracts to why the 49ers had to go ahead and do that. But they did it. He's betting on himself. D. Ford, if he is going to be able to pass the physical and he's able to come back, I think D. Ford, like Donnie said, will wreck shop. So listen. Do not sleep on this guy. I'll take D Ford for, for, for give me 10 games. I don't care which 10. Just give me 10 games. And he ain't got to play all the games, all the, the whole games. Just give me 10. That's all I need. And the playoffs, obviously. All right. And so that's what we got. So we got a question up here. It says, uh, Don, this is your job, bro. I'll be losing it. Um, what, what, what's breezy? Are you guys taking? Of course we're taking questions. You put the question in there. If Donnie picks it, we talk about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> course we take questions what kind of question is that all right so all right let's get to some of these uh workouts right because players are working out in the off season now the first one that i saw i want to say was jeff wilson jr i could be wrong he was working off his footwork he was cutting he was he was just doing those things i'm like yo if jeff wilson jr gets more agile shoot you know, he's already a power, like sort of kind of like a power back, pass catching back out of the backfield. Let's talk about that. If he gets more agile, what the sky's the limit for Jeff Wilson Jr. Peachy, give me some thoughts on my man JW. 
he's he's a baller and I really love him and I'm glad that he's still with the 49ers. I really he, he brings such an asset in so many ways to to this team. His um not just like um when he's on the field but just his spirit is just infectious and he he's just a great guy all around. Uh, he's he's an excellent running back. He just dominates the field when he's out there. Like he definitely stands out. Like he's definitely definitely one of our box office players that we have. And I'm really glad that he um, he he has um, elevated himself to such a, a level now that he's he's one of our running backs. He's one of our most popular running backs that we have. Um, Annie, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but what was the, didn't he sign like a one-year contract too? Like what was, yeah, what yeah. Was, one-year deal. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. These guys, man, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. they're betting on themselves. They're, they're going up. You know what it is? It's something about this team that they, it's something about the culture. We don't talk about the culture here a lot. Right. Like we really don't talk about the culture. We do talk about Kyle Shanahan and Donnie is probably Kyle Shanahan's worst critic as far as his play calling and how booty it is at times. Uh, I think that's because of quarterback. And so, um, yeah. And so <laughs> we definitely <laughs> criticize him a lot. Uh, but we do have a question. Diesel says, what do, you, what do y'all think about Alex Leatherwood to bolster up our offensive line? You see his play where he drove the lineman back like Michael Orr from the longest yard. Uh, does anyone want to take this question? Because nef- I've been watching the whole Symmetry. Alabama offensive line. <laughs> so, Symmetry so, has a point to it. All right. And so Symmetry says let, he doesn't fit the uh, this scheme and his opinion. I want to know if Symmetry means far as speed because he's definitely a big guy. He's a huge guy. Right. And so who was the last huge guy we had that that we got rid of when we drafted Mike McGlinchey? Um, and then he's a Patriot again. Um, Brown, Brown, right? Yeah, Trent Brown. Trent Brown. He, he kind of has that type of size. So this dude's a monster. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't I, I'm kind of with with symmetry on it. I don't think he fits the scheme. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree because Shanahan loves that offensive line not those big guys who can't move much he likes the speed driving down the field getting those blocks so yeah i agree it doesn't really fit in my opinion i agree i agree all right so let's get back to our workouts now here's a big guy speaking of big guys <laughs> look th- this guy is a monster he looked like I, and, and this is not a not a shot um i don't want people to take this the wrong way but i get king kong vibes when i look at javon kinlaw if you guys didn't see the new king kong godzilla movie you're missing a treat let me tell you something king kong is all types of strong i'm thinking javon kinlaw is just only getting bigger he's only getting stronger and he is going to prove something his sophomore year donnie talk about my man jk the law baby you know what? I caught a, I caught, I got a lot of flack last year for my affinity and loyalty to Javon Kinlaw, but it, to me, it just doesn't feel like anybody was watching this guy on the field. I mean, you got to remember, we didn't have a lot going for us last year as far as injuries go. Um, yeah, it lost it, we we lost Defoe because of this, or not because of it, but he was a result of losing him, and. Uh, I think he showed improvement every single game last year. This dude not only has, you know, amazing standards on the field, but he has an amazing story to back it up about not quitting. Um, This dude is going to be a beast. Mark my words. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a uh. Come on. Hey, man. Any more thoughts on Ken Law, man? You see him. 
I mean, I didn't put the post the video up there, but he was definitely working out, lifting really heavy weights, definitely getting into shape. Uh, I would like to see him run some more. But what are your thoughts, Peachy? I just love Ken Law because he's just a tough ass dude. And I, I know that a lot of players are afraid of him. And it seems like that there's a thing because like all of the new guys that come to the 49ers, the first thing that they say is, wow, you don't realize how big he is until you're standing beside him. Yo. And he, uh, they can be some big dude and, and you know, that, that we think is big. And then he gets beside Killon and he's like, wow, I just look small compared to him. And you don't realize like how, you know, how, how monstrous that this dude is. But Killon is just going to, I think Ken Law is going to blow out. I think he's going to have just a, just a breakout season this year. I think he's going to be fantastic. And, and I can't wait. I'm just glad that he's on my team because I'd be afraid for anybody going up against him on the post. And, and just and let me just to add to what you're saying, he will be in his second NFL season. So all that rookie stuff, yeah. that, you got to remember, guys, these rookies didn't have OTAs, they didn't have the getting in, they, they didn't have all the stuff most rookies have, even when they come in to learn the plays, to learn the sets, to get in shape, to do all those things. He came straight from college. It was during COVID. It was it was it was rough for him, right? And so you definitely saw him improve week after week. Plus, he's, he's working for the greatest defensive line coach in all the football, Mr. Chris Kosirik. So Annie Javon Kinlaw over or under. I like like how I'm doing this. Sorry, Nick. I like it. Over or under? Javon Kinlaw, eight sacks, 2021. Oh, that's a hard. I'm gonna say under, but not not by much. So he's gonna have seven and a half. Yeah, something like that. I mean, <laughs> I don't see him having. <laughs> I don't see the eight sack season coming for him, but I definitely see a season that is a leap forward from last year because obviously he was a rookie. He has growing pains. He's getting better and better every week. But then this year, not only is it going to be a sophomore season, but he's just going to have better surroundings. He's going to have both on the line. He's, it's just going to be a better line in general. So yeah, look, <laughs> easy look. he's not going to have way under eight sacks. He, he could. Have, I mean, you see this number right here. That's the number. You all right? All right. Uh, I'm not comparing him to Defoe. Nobody will be a Defoe, but I think this kid has potential yeah. to be different than what DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner is taller too, by the way, but this kid is just bigger and straight stronger than Defoe. Defo DeForest Buckner is what I call a gentle giant. He's a, he's a, he's a mean giant. And so the thing I like about Ken Law is he came into the league with brute strength, right? And then I think in his rookie season he realized, hey. I need either more strength or I need some moves. Expect this kid to have some moves up under his belt, especially now that Bosa's back. And so when Bosa has all these techniques, remember him and Defoe used to kind of like go at it with each other, kind of like show each other some, some tips. Expect this kind of situation to look good for Ken Law, man. Now that he's not a rookie, he'll get a little bit more respect. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If anyone, I don't care who it is, can return a pick six, on that defensive line, they better they you you better respect them. I tell you right now, Ken Law is getting respect. I don't care who comes in on that defensive line, mm -hmm. he is respected. He definitely upgraded his game. So you got those guys working out. And last but not least, the last workout that I saw 
my man right here, Mr. Debo <laughs> Samuel. Yo, if you watch this workout, it's about a minute long, right? If you watch the workout, this dude is freaking like, like not only is he like lifting weights and pulling things, he's like, and this thing, I, now I want to see if everybody out there will agree with me, right? And I'm not comparing him and and his this is not an NFL comparison to a player but this is who he reminds me of does anyone out there remember a wide receiver and I know we used to kind of compare him to kind of like Sterling Sharp a little bit I get more of the Donald Driver type of guy does anybody remember Donald Driver from the Green Bay Packers look how big Debo is look at those legs I didn't even show you like the front picture of his his stature to where like if you get in front of him, he's trucking you like a running back. There's no jukey juke. There might be a spin, but he's he's coming after you. Thoughts on Debo and his workout? I think the first time I ever saw Debo in person was at a uh, 49er Rams game. And it was, I think it was 2019. And it was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe like what you just said, his legs were massive. And I was like, no one wants to tackle this guy. And that's what he's known for. No one wants to tackle him. And so, man, I want him to go into this season with this, with, I mean, if he can get stronger and faster, like that's just, he's going to be a problem. But also I hope that, and I'm sure he is, he's focusing on that injury prevention side of it, because if he can be as good as he is and stay healthy, then man, he is MVP of our offense, just like insane. I mean, but it's just those injuries that kill him because his body's taking such a beating with every play. It's that don't get tackled mentality. So I agree. Donnie, thoughts on my man Debo tucking your uh, chain, Donnie. He coming to get that chain, dog. Oh, uh, I would every every beginning of the season now, I'm gonna do that. Every time he comes back from an injury, I'm gonna <laughs> He ain't getting injured this season, god dang it. I'm telling you right now, Debo was out there training. This he, season, when he came back, uh, and last season, I was doing that. I'm just tucking mine in. I was being red every single time. Because, But here's the thing, though. I like your Donald Driver uh, comparison there because I don't know if people remember this, but Driver was key in Brett Favre breaking Dan Marino's passing yards bro. Uh, record. Um, here's the thing about... Debo Samuels, he's being utilized as a lot more than just a wide receiver because he's so physical. Um, the dude moves like he's Marshawn Lynch at times. It's it's insane. Um, yeah, I love Debo. I've been a fan of Debo. Um, I remember when he came in, a lot of our fans, because our culture sucks so bad in the fan department sometimes, we're, we're pissed off that we got, we got Debo. And guess what? They got proven wrong the first week. So I think it's going to happen again, man. Come on. Debo's yeah. at you want to add something to Debo real quick? Donnie actually just took the words out of my mouth. He's um, he's such like a, a Swiss Army knife in our offense. Like he does so many different things. I just want him to stay healthy. Like I pray that that dude like stays healthy and that um, he is also just like I think Andy mentioned about his uh, injury control or um, whichever one of you um, injury prevention. Not bad. Uh, definitely important. And that's important for all of these players to to really strive to to do that, to keep themselves on the field. Because I tell you what, when Debo's out there, our offense just is a totally different offense. It's on it's, it's like an unstoppable offense with Debo out there because 
no one ever knows how he's going to line up. They don't know what he's going to do. And even if he's lined up, they still don't know what he's going to do. He confuses the defense more than anyone else that we have on our offense. I agree 100%. I definitely agree. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we can't have a show, a nitty gritty nine show without talking about this young fella right here. All right. He is the golden boy of the 49ers. He is the 49ers starting quarterback going into the 2021 season. He is not being traded. Okay. I'm talking about none other than Misty, Mr. Misty, Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo himself. He is the golden boy. Listen, you heard Kyle, you heard Lynch, you heard them say they love their quarterback. Not only is the head coach and the general manager talking about they love him, you got a couple of players out there endorsing them. So let's start with Mr. DJ Jones. He's another mean guy, too. He's a guy that just looks like he'll punch you in the face. Type mean. Uh, He says, Jimmy's my guy. Uh, And I don't want anybody to forget that. He took us to a Super Bowl. Don't you ever forget that. I feel like I'm reading this with DJ Jones conviction. (laughs) Jimmy G did something that most quarterbacks have never done. So that's that. That's my guy. That's our guy. Now he's speaking for the team. Let's. (laughs) I ain't touching this one. Let's go with Donnie, Peachy, Andy. Let's go. You put me first because I know what you're doing here. But come on, man. Like, you already know where I'm at with Jimmy. I stand by Jimmy as long as he's in a 49er jersey. And to be honest, I see that he's not going to be for much longer. I get that. Um, But I think he's going to go somewhere else and excel. Um, Here's the problem with with, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right now. It's Kyle Shanahan, period. I don't care if you love Kyle Shanahan or you think he's a genius. Great. That's fine. I'm glad you got that faith in him and not your quarterback. But let me tell you some facts here. He's seven and what? 28, 29 without Jimmy. Mm. Take the names away. Take the names away. And anybody who who watches football or or, or follows football is going to say, hey, go with the guy that has the most wins. Jimmy's numbers in 2019 say it all. Um, No, he doesn't fit the Shanahan system. But stop saying that this dude is a bust or, you know, come on. Let's let, let's let's get real here. Uh, I will tell you this, and we'll go into it as we get into it, and I'll close it with this. As we get into the little draft picks later that I'm going to do, we Kyle Shanahan needs the 49ers more than we than the 49ers need Kyle Shanahan. Put it that way. So that's where I'll end it. <laughs> okay. Listen, <laughs> listen, Sean. I don't know where you came from, bro, but I'm going to tell you something, man. You always put a smile on my face. Uh-uh. Uh, before Peachy talks about, about <laughs> DJ Jones, uh, DJ said, uh, Sean says, Breezy, DJ probably also said he's my best friend on IR. And that's probably how they got acquainted, right? <laughs> that's probably where they started eating lunch together and hanging out. I didn't see DJ Jones in the skyboxes, though, up in the state. I didn't see him up there. But uh, Peachy, DJ Jones supporting his guy. Your thoughts, please. Okay, first of all, I am glad that DJ Jones is supporting his quarterback because as of right now, that is still his quarterback. So that's why I keep saying all these players that are coming out supporting Jimmy, he's their quarterback right now. Like that's what what else are they supposed to do? There's not what I'm just going to come out and be like, oh, you know, he sucks. I don't want him. 
I do not uh, believe that Garoppolo sucks, but Donnie, to your point, I will add one thing that I keep reaching to the choir, and I just want people to understand this. I get that without Garoppolo, we're 7 and 29 or 7 and 28. Okay, but let me run this one past you. Out of the quarterbacks that we've had, who could you possibly say has been a competent enough quarterback to that that could compete that could actually get us more wins because everyone says that and I get that Jimmy wins Jimmy wins Jimmy wins I hear that but let me ask you this who have we had that has been quarterback during that time frame that would be competent enough to even win we haven't well, that, we well, have, no one, right? No one, right? No but that's why, right. that's why Donnie is saying we need, like Jimmy G, put some respect on his name, right? Because we've had Brian Hoyer, we've had Blaine Gabbert, like need, and then do I need to say to other guys, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, like none of them can win, and these are all guys Kyle put into his system. So when you say competent, it, it you need to be competent. And you need to be able to be smart because you got to right. understand the plays. So Jimmy has at least been that, right? right. We've, we've seen it work. But, it's just that yeah. it's but what? What's the but? But we haven't had anyone who was like that. So my point is, um, my stance on it is, we don't know what would happen if we had have had someone who was competent enough to do that. Is what I'm saying. Well, what That's- I'm all I'm saying is, Peachy is. Jimmy's there because of John Lynch, not Kyle Shanahan. If it were up to Kyle Shanahan, we would have had some sort of uh, Jay Cutler, Brian. You know how Kyle Shanahan goes with quarterbacks. (laughs) That's true. Um, Here's my thing with it. The reason we have all those quarterbacks that didn't work is because of Kyle Shanahan, period. Um, No, Jimmy doesn't fit the Shanahan system. Fine. But. See, I disagree with that, Donnie. I disagree with that 100%. Part. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with the part that he doesn't fit the system. I think the system needs to evolve, but I think Jimmy fits what Kyle wants. Quick throws, get the ball out, blah, 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 all that good stuff, right? And so it, it'll open up a bunch of other things. He fits the system. I just, I'm just not sure Jimmy is, is able to play at a high level in this system because of these injuries that are just seem to be nagging all the daggone time right because you you if jimmy jimmy can win games right what happens if jimmy goes out what do we do then exactly. lose right <laughs> so and so yeah. so like a lot of people are saying look i don't think jimmy would even be here I mean, jimmy would we wouldn't even be drafting a quarterback if jimmy was healthy Right. If, if if they believe that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be the healthy guy going forth this year, next year, the year after that, give them some security. I think they would kind of be looking for some other players in this draft. I think they would look to get a quarterback a little bit later. They wouldn't have made that trade. But guess what? Reality is Jimmy hasn't played healthy. He's missed, what, two seasons as a 49er? Just about. He's played one. Mm-hmm. And Breezy, I just want to add, that's all I've been trying to tell you guys. If if I'm saying that I'm okay with us getting a new quarterback, it's on the grounds that, hey, if Jimmy can't stay healthy, yes, we need somebody else to lead this team into the future. Because if Jimmy's injury prone, what are we going to do late in the season when he goes down? You know what I mean? It's it's you're, 
yeah, it'd be nice that's, to have a good backup, but it's unlikely. Well, that's why, Donnie, like Peachy said, we're going to draft a competent quarterback. <laughs> like That's the whole point. We're going to go ahead and get a quarterback who Field. Kyle Fields can run. <laughs> Fields, okay. All right, cool. Lance, all right, since we're doing that, you know, anybody want to throw Wilson out there? How about somebody throw out McCorkle Jones? Just say it for the fun of it. Mm. If anybody mentions McCorkle Jones in this show, I guarantee you we'll lose about 50 views. We only got 50 people tuning in live. They'll all leave if we, we start talking about Mac. Uh... Jerry says, Breezy, we don't know that yet. He hasn't come back yet. Betty balls out. What did I say wrong? All I said was he is injured, right? He, he's been injured. And you're right. We don't know that, Jerry. I bet he comes back and balls out too. Good for, good for Jimmy. Great for the 49ers. Really great for Jimmy, though. You know what I'm saying? Because now his stock is going to rise. He's going to put the 49ers in a bind and say, hey, man, you better keep me. I'm winning you. I brought you back to the Super Bowl. And what are the 49ers going to do? Let their rookies sit again. This is why I think they're betting on. This is why I think they go Trey Lance. Get a guy that you can sit and mold for one or two seasons. It yeah, might not be the super sexy pick. Go ahead, Annie. You got to. Yeah, I think you've got to sit with the rookie that you get this year. I just don't think he can be your starter day one. Because, I mean, look at all the contracts that the free agent signed this year. They're all one-year deals. Tart one year, K1 one year, one year, Jeff Wilson, they're all one year. So next year we're, we turn around, we're in the same situation again, but this time we, we probably can't get these guys all back on one year deals because it was a steal to get K1 on that amount of money. It was a steal to get all these guys. I mean, they were worth more. So next year, when once the cap goes up, you're looking at these guys, they're gonna get paid somewhere else. So we're looking at losing a bunch of guys and this window is open now for us to go to the Super Bowl. So I think you've got to have that quarterback position. I mean, I don't want to take too many chances. I agree. And so Melissa's saying, hey, I got to ask you this because everybody knows I don't like Ohio State. So I'm assuming that's where this question is coming from, from my girl, Melissa. This is not an Ohio State jab. I love their players when they get to the NFL. We had Carlos Hyde. I like Ezekiel Elliott. You know my favorite wide receiver played for the Saints, right? Y'all do know that's my guy. Hated him for three years. Hated him. Hated him with a passion because he killed us. Love him in the NFL. I know a lot of people don't like him, you know, Mr. Thomas, but that's my guy. I I, I just think he's the best receiver in the game. But my, my point is, here's why I love Justin Fields. I do. But... It's going to cause a ripple in the locker room. If they draft Justin Fields and Jimmy G is still there, you can't sit. Justin Fields is is ready. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready to play. You're going to sit him? It's going to. I've seen it happen to teams before, and I just don't want that turmoil to happen to San Francisco. I feel like if they draft Trey Lance, he can come in and do some things. You saw what the Saints were doing. With uh, Drew Brees and, and and that other guy, Taysom Hill. Yeah, I, do you guys recall any of the little Saints games we watched? You know what I'm saying? They were doing some things with Taysom Hill. He came in and spelled Drew Brees a couple of few plays. even started for Drew Brees as he got out with an injury. I feel like Trey Lance can fill that void, right? He's great at lining up under the center. Like, great. He's, he's really good at it. Not going to say he's great. He's really good at it. Very efficient. Can make those throws on the run. When a play breaks down, can extend the play. He can do that. But if we draft Justin Fields, there's no way I can see him sitting behind Jimmy. He needs to start. Same thing with Zach Wilson. Those guys better come in and be playing day one. 
and you got Jimmy Garoppolo there. So what are we going to do? I get it. We sit them all. I get it. I get that part. You sit them, you let them learn, blah, 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 all that good stuff. I wanted to get to this last supporter, though, and then we can go ahead and talk about this, the split <laughs> because that's what we're getting into, right? This is a long show today. I love it. I believe, I believe Jimmy Garoppolo will be our starting quarterback going into this season. Mostert said to Michael Fabiano on Pro Football Talk. Let's start with Annie on this one, Peachy, and then Don. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's the same thing as DJ Jones. I mean, I look back, I think it was a couple days ago that Jets fans, they had posted all over Twitter their season tickets website page. It showed Sam Darnold as the cover, and they were like, Sam Darnold's back. There's no way. Like, why would they post him and then not have him be our starter? And now yeah. look what happened. So I think it's it's the same deal. I mean, what, you know, what's Raheem Moser going to say? No, I think the rookie's going to come and take his spot. You know, that's not going to go over well. So it's nice to hear the support. I think um, Jimmy's a guy that they've really had to support this year because of all the hate he endures. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just the media talk. I, I just think, PG, before you speak, if Justin Fields is drafted or if Zach Wilson is drafted at number three, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is traded on draft night. I'm sorry. I know. I, I just I just think he's traded on draft night. That's just my little tidbit in it. Um, mm-hmm. If if he if they draft one of those two quarterbacks because they're not drafting Mac Jones, we look whatever. If they draft one of those two quarterbacks. I really do believe Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo has a trade ready. To who? That we have to find out because Jimmy has a trade clause in his contract, right? And so it's got to be New England, right? It's like, it's got to be New England. Who cares they pay Cam Newton $14 million for a year, most of his incentive money? Who cares? Now they're going to have another guy that can come in there that knows the system already somewhat sort of. Uh, under uh, my man Josh, right? So he kind of knows that system. I can see him going to New England. I can see it there. I just can't pinpoint it right now. All I'm saying is if the 49ers draft Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, expect Jimmy to be traded because that quarterback will be starting day one. I'm putting it out there right now. Uh, I'm not going to say that Jimmy is better than Cam Newton. Y'all know how I feel about Cam Newton. Uh, but uh, Jimmy is definitely a great quarterback. I will put that out there. I, I will say that. Oh, All right. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to do the one, Jimmy. You got us to a daggone Super Bowl. We just didn't win it. We didn't win it. Not Jimmy didn't lose it. Like the team lost. All right. I just want to put that out there. So here we go. Rumor has it that Lombardi claims 49ers and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan disagree on which quarterback to draft. Right. And so that was the preface of this show. Then our dumbass coach comes out and says this today. You know, it's like he he knows what we're going to talk about on Nitty Gritty Niners. Kyle Shanahan reportedly hasn't even shared his evaluations of the NFL drafts, top QBs with his assistants. I'm giving this one to Peachy. Is this bull? Is this, is this bull? I don't want to say that word. But what do, what do, what do you think? What, do, what is your takes on this? Is there a beef? Is there a split between these guys? Or is Kyle Shanahan calling BS? In my opinion, I honestly do not think that there's a split. I think that this decision is too important. Now, do do I think that each of them have an idea of what quarterback they want? Yes. 
I do feel like that when you make this pick at three, that it has to be a collective effort. We have given up too much for this. I do not believe that they went to the top, Mr. York, and like Kyle said, the York family and everyone is in on this because when you do this, this is franchise changing. When you make this this uh, particular jump um, that far up for what you had to give up, even though I, I do believe that they probably have different ideas on what quarterback they want, I do not believe that it's a split to where one wants this one and one wants this one because that to me sounds like that each of them have have went to whoever they would go to and told them, look, this is what I want. This is what I want. I just don't believe that. I do believe that that Kyle um, has not shared this with anyone. I know I will say this one thing. Since the new regime took over, there hasn't been any leaks out of the 49er organization. We've all been shocked at some of the moves that the 49ers have made. When Harbaugh was there, it wasn't like that. You hear about that stuff from Deion Sanders. You hear about that stuff from everybody in the world about what was going on within the 49ers. So in my opinion, which is just my opinion, I I just do not believe that it's a hard. And I also believe that they've already decided who they're taking to. All right, Donnie, split in between the decision. Listen, we don't know which quarterback we're drafting, right? We don't know which quarterback Kyle Shanahan wants because we don't know if there's a Kyle Shanahan guy. Matter of fact, we got a tidbit to play, right? We don't know which guy is the Kyle Shanahan guy. Is there a Kyle Shanahan guy? We don't know. So do you feel like there's a split between the two? Now, we've seen general managers and head coaches have differences on decisions. You just said that uh, John Lynch traded for Jimmy Garoppolo that's probably not what Kyle Shanahan wanted he made an executive decision because he can do that that's his job now we're talking about drafting right and so Peachy's saying it's got to be collective what are your thoughts on this so I was trying to find a comment Symmetry brought up earlier and he was saying well Kyle Shanahan has only picked one coach ever in his career well it's not about who he's picked Sim it's about who he hasn't picked remember he passed on Deshaun Watson and on Patrick Mahomes and was like, oh, my bad. Um, Then later on that season is when we went and got Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, this is Kyle Shanahan we're talking about. This is a guy that thinks Brian Hoyer is the greatest thing to ever happen to quarterbacks. Okay, this is a guy like, come on. Yes, there's a split. There's there's a huge split right now. And here's what's going to happen. If we go and we get a guy like Trey Lance, that extends Kyle Shanahan's tenure with the 49ers. Because it's gonna look, he's gonna show you little tidbits of greatness and and ability to win games. If we get a, a a Justin Fields, Kyle Shanahan's days are numbered. Here's why: because when you got a guy that plays the way he plays, Justin Fields, he's not gonna be as adaptable to a Kyle Shanahan who wants to run the entire line from the sidelines. Okay. This guy's a leader. Kyle Shanahan doesn't like leaders and quarterbacks. He likes to lead and let the quarterback play secondary in that in that chain of command. So, yes, there's a split. And I know why there's a split, because it's Kyle Shanahan. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't feel that there is this huge divide. I mean, the way that the media painted it was that it's Shanahan versus the whole organization. He has his guy and he's trying to battle them for who he wants. And I don't really feel it's that way. I kind of feel like in making this um, trade down to the third pick, 
Kyle kind of set his, I guess, like part of his like dignity aside of my guy, like I'm looking for my guy. And he's more of just thinking of, I have to get uh, the franchise quarterback for their future. And so I don't think he's going to be as picky as he's been in the past, because obviously his pickiness has led him into some mistakes. I mean, passing up on those guys, it's just been some mistakes. And so I think he's learned from that and he knows in order to keep his job and fulfill his uh, legacy of the great offensive mind that he is, he needs to branch out, not just have his guy. He needs to, you know, work it with the whole organization. All right, Paulie Walnuts, great job, Annie. Shanahan always lets his ego get in the way when it comes to quarterbacks. He wanted Kirk Cousins. Listen, Paulie, I don't know where you came from, bro, but I love you because I was going to close out with this motherfucker right here. Let me tell y'all something, because y'all all caught up in this whirlwind of Shanahan being this guy and Shanahan being the GOAT and Shanahan being this wizard and Shanahan. Let, let me tell you something about Shanahan. He's egotistical. Let's talk about it, because you guys know he's stubborn. You guys know the only reason why Jimmy G isn't working is because he doesn't trust him. All right, so let, let's not act like we don't know that. We watch Kyle Shanahan take the ball out of his hand and give it to his running backs. We watched it. We watched it in an in NFC in a NFC uh, playoff game and in the Super Bowl. So let's not act like he doesn't get egotistical. I will tell you right now. Here's my tidbit. I think they're divided. I think, I think, personally, John Lynch wants one of these new guys. Who are the new guys? I'll show you. I'll show them again, just in case. And then I'll say their names. Trey Lance. Justin Fields. I think that's the direction the general manager wants to take the team. Here's the direction I think Kyle wants to take the team. Yeah, I do. Just because y'all, you're hearing about this McCorkle Jones guy and you're asking why is he even mentioned? It's because he's tied to a system. A system that Kyle Shanahan has created. A system that was ran at with when Kyle was with the Atlanta Falcons. I don't mean to leave him up here that too, too long. Please don't, please don't leave the show. I'm sorry. A, a <laughs> system that Kyle Shanahan created as with the Atlanta Falcons. A system that was passed over to the offensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. A system that that offensive coordinator who became the head coach of Alabama was running with Matt Jones. Now, Peachy put out some good tweets today about him having weapons, offensive line, and blah, blah, blah. If you take him out of all of that, um, you'll see the real Mac Jones. Well, guess what? He's going to come to San Francisco with a bunch of weapons, a great offensive line, and a running game. What's different? And so I think they're divided. And I will tell you this. If John Lynch... <laughs> makes an, exec an executive decision and drafts either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I guarantee you Kyle Shanahan will be drafting with the 43rd pick, a Kellen Mond, uh, another guy. You're going to see exactly what happened in Washington, happened in San Francisco. And I'm hoping that Peachy and Annie is right. I'm hoping that Kyle has grown and matured. Right. I'm hoping that's happened. I'm hoping that they do agree on a guy. They should agree on a guy. They made this trade. Um, but you, you, we, we were trying to say there's no smoke, but these things just don't come out of nowhere, guys. I mean, I mean, I get it. We make up stuff. We want to paint pictures and sell stories. I get it. But like somehow they come out of nowhere. I, 
I do get it. I know Lombardi's a, a peanut head. I understand. Um, but this stuff doesn't come just out of nowhere. It's like you going to watch a movie, right? And then all of a sudden that shit starts happening three, four, five years from now. They told you in the movie that it was good. The stuff was real. We see it all the time. So I believe some of it is a smoke screen. Some of it is not. The 49ers will not be drafting Mac McCorkle Jones in this draft. Michael uh, McCorkle Jones, to be honest, in this draft. I do want to put that out there. I'm just... I just have a feeling that there is some type of split. There's some type of division. And I feel like they're going to have to figure it out. But I will say this. If the 49ers draft one of those new guys, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is being traded. Listen, we're going to end the show here. But before we go, we got my man Donnie. If you want to stick around, we're going to do a live draft on the show. So, Annie, you're more than welcome. Peachy, you're more than welcome to stick around. Donnie's about to get his fantasy, uh, fantasy football draft. He's about to get his GM on right now. And we're going to do a live draft. Ladies and gentlemen out there, make sure you stick around. Help him out. You got like another hour before my man Jason Aponte comes on, who has a special guest. Jaquiski Tart is going to Jaquiski Tart. Excuse me. He's going to be on the show. Hey, Annie, can you get some of these guys on the Nitty Gritty? Niner show because you be reading. I, I love it. I mean, yeah, just just send him a DM and be like, "Look, get on our show in the discussion." Like, and and just okay, bully him. Speaking of bullies, did you guys see the video today of that so-called supposed to be a football player, and he was in a Walmart? Mm-hmm. Only Peachy and I saw it. Oh the, God! The writer, the writer's player that apparently is not. He's not, not a, him. That, that wasn't him, right? It's but the not fun, him. The funny part was they said it was him. He looked like a football right. player. He did. Right? Okay, Bruce Campbell symmetry. I love you, man. They said it was a Raiders player. And this dude was like, what you going to do? Beep, 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 blah, 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 blah. So this dude came out of nowhere, Donnie, out of the back of the pharmacy side of Walmart. Got down. I knew the little dude was going to win. Ask me why. Ask me why. <laughs> ask me why. It's not David and Goliath, but ask me why. It was because of his his stance. When you're fighting, you it's all in your legs. The big dude was too open. The little dude was squatting. You got to get down, secure your stance, secure your balance and your waist. He hit the dude with four jaw pieces, y'all. Four. Every time the big dude got up, he went back down. I'm like, damn, big dude, just stay down. Just stay down. You keep going down. It's, it was amazing. I, I brought it up because I thought it was a Raider, but then later on, the Raiders said, that's not him. And so I was like, damn, I'm going to use that for the show. All right, y'all. Anyway, uh, Annie, thank you. If you want to stick around, please be my guest. We're going to try to walk Donnie off the ledges. Um, uh, final thoughts, man. Let's go on and get up out of here. Thank you guys for sticking around. What's good, Smokey? My little brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just say this. I mean, I think my thoughts is Jimmy's our bridge quarterback as of right now, and unless he can, I mean, yeah, that's just how it is. It's he's our bridge quarterback, depending on who we draft, how they develop. But right. yeah, final thoughts, Peachy. Yeah, um, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, for staying over. You guys are always wanting us to have a longer show, so you got your I get that all the time. Everybody's asking me, why are your show not longer? So you guys got a bonus to your show. I thought Donnie's draft was really good. Um, he did a really, really good job on the draft. You know, the, the thing with mock drafts is it's just all about what your eye sees and and what what you feel like that, that might be 
than needs for the 49ers. And who knows, just because we think that the 49ers might need someone doesn't mean <laughs> that's going to happen, as we all know with history. Um, but I would like to thank everyone for tuning in and watching us and whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you got um, somebody had asked a question if Nitty Gritty was going to be live on draft night. Yes, they are. If I'm the only one that's on here, oh, we're going to be live because yeah. everyone is going to want to see Peachy's hissy fit that happens if we screw up the third pick. So I will definitely be on here and whoever is with me is with me. But yes, we will be live. And just really quick, I had a I did a mock draft earlier for fun and it was Justin Fields at one, Zach Wilson at two, and we got Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> what? Try, what? Try, wow. Don't, don't feel bad, Eddie. I did that same mock draft. I put five takes on Twitter and people were like, oh, this will never happen. Look, anything can happen. Yeah. I tell anything you can happen. Anything can happen, guys. Anything can happen. Diesel, you asked about uh, something about Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, if he balls out. Look, we spoke about that earlier in the show. If you don't mind, go back and rewatch the beginning or middle or whatever we started talking about Jimmy. It's definitely on there. But if he balls out, that's great for Jimmy. That's excellent for the 49ers. And that's excellent for the rookie that they draft who can continue to learn. Right? So it's just it's a win, 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 win. And all we do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I ain't no giving up. All right, let me stop before we get sued. Donnie, final thoughts, baby. Hey, man, it just feels, again, I know I've said this last week, but it feels good to be back. I'm glad to see everybody again. Our numbers are going way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a beautiful thing. Anybody that wants a shirt, hit my DMs. The reason I'm not saying where it's from on here is because I actually talked to the guy on Instagram that runs this whole thing. And I'm trying to get him to, you know, work on a little deal with us to where, you know, if you want us to promote your stuff, you got to pay nitty gritty. So and promote us as well. So uh, you guys want, you know, I'll do that for him. But uh, yeah, it's great to be back. It's fun to do that. Um, and yeah, you know, if I sound like I'm all harsh and intense, that's uh, that's just that's the Brooklyn in me. So just forget oh, it. Yeah. I Thank love you, too. Baby I boys. We might uh, we might name him Jerry Rice. My wife says no, but who knows? You gotta you gotta sneak it in there, like when she about to push him out, and you just gotta be like Jerry Rice. <laughs> like, you know what I'm I told her I told her I'm gonna have the doctor sedate her when it comes time to uh, sign the birth certificate. You're gonna, on the birth certificate, you're gonna you're gonna have it typed in. What's the baby's name? Doc Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. I have I have one one thing that um, I would like to add. We need to give our condolences to Paul Pierce as it was announced that Paul Pierce and ESPN are parting ways. Man, ESPN. This is why I don't want to be a part of ESPN. You ESPN. I don't care if you're in Connecticut. Make sure you show up to my show. People from ESPN be at my shows when I play out in Bristol, Connecticut. They they come to my my venues. But F ESPN, yo, they so corny for that. This dude out here living his best life. Let this man live. Swear they got videotaped and he didn't know it because he's stupid and he didn't know that it was supposed to be live and it was supposed to be private. He he oh. Sorry, Annie. I know you're still young, but look. Yeah, sorry, Annie. I'm sorry oh. about that. Look, guys, I don't want Annie parents to be like, you can't get on exactly. that show. <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, Annie, I'll see you when you get to college. You're, you're on your way. You're on your way. So, Annie, are you coming to the East Coast to go to school? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be coming next year to Virginia. So, oh, so Hi. you just, so I, were you visiting a college in Boston or you just happened to come? No, to we were just on a trip having fun. Yeah. That's what's up. I love mm-hmm. Beantown, baby. That's that's like my third oh, home. That's like mm-hmm. my third home. 
uh, San Francisco would be my first home. New York would be my second home. I, Connecticut is not. I hate Connecticut. And then um, uh, Boston is my third home, man. Real talk. Uh, real. Actually, I like New York better than San Francisco because San Francisco got got too many damn hills. I ain't gonna just keep it up. It's a lot of walking. I thought we could park our car, bro, and just like go for a nice little walk like the New York City blocks. Oh hell no! <laughs> I was like, I ain't never doing this again. Um, but no, I, I love it out there, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty, man. We are your hosts. We are the hostess with the mostesses, and we will see y'all next Monday. I guarantee you it's going to be another fun-filled show, and he's going to do a live mock draft next Monday. So make sure you guys tune in, and then we'll go ahead and do some special guest mock drafts to finish out the mock draft season. How about we do that, all right? So Annie will close us out with the last Nitty Gritty Niners mock draft on next Monday, and then if you guys email us, we'll get you in on the following Monday and keep this joint moving, man. Man, on behalf of the Nitty Gritty Niners family, man, we love y'all, man. Stay up, stay faithful, keep it 100. Always, we out. Peace. They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that life, diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. We outline players up and chalk. Nitty gritty, this that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that nine is talk. Nine is talk, nitty gritty, this that nine is talk.